Hi. Hey. How's everyone doing? Well, <laughs> doing all right. You want to tell them what happened to you yesterday? I got hit by a car while I was walking. Womp womp. I'm okay. No major injuries, just some bruising forming. Some and, scarring of her pride. Uh, yeah, it was more embarrassing <laughs> than anything because like a lot of people saw it and I was just like, I had to pretend that I was really strong even though I wanted to cry so bad. Like when you like run up the stairs and then you're like trying not to pant like super hard because you're out uh-huh, of breath and you're just like, <sighs> yeah, that was me. I was like, huh. Okay. The lady was crying, and then I wanted to cry. I was like, "Ma'am, you hit me. I should be the <laughs> one." You're like, tears. "I'm sorry." <laughs> like, Us. Yeah. Apologizing. Forgive me. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> Listen. Oh boy. Oh boy. So I can't go to Drug Mart for a while. That's sad because I love Drug Mart. Yeah. Didn't you get her almost get arrested there too for accidentally stealing something? No, that was CBS here. Oh, right. Wrong one. Wrong drugstore. Ha- I haven't been back there either. <laughs> Because it's embarrassing. I'm going to be banned from drugstores, and I love them. So, yeah, she does. She has a really weird obsession with drugstores. Yeah, like, forget Target. I'm going to the, I'm going to Rite Aid, baby. <laughs> I know everything They basically is. have, like, a lot of the basic same stuff. Mm-hmm. Just no clothes and, like, oh, home stuff. I mean, stuff. But I don't really buy their clothes. Yeah. Target's clothes, I feel like, Either don't really hit fit or miss. me. Yeah. Hit or miss. Have you ever heard the song Hit or Miss by Jacob Sartorius? No. Oh. oh, my gosh, it's so good. I have to listen to it. <laughs> I love Jacob Sartorius. Isn't he? Didn't he have a hoodie or something? You can wear my sweatshirt. I had a. Oh yeah, I yeah. had a sweatshirt. I bought his sweatshirt. That's right. I remember. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Who? Who was I trying to like? What was the joke about that? <laughs> there was a boy. I know that. <laughs> There's always a uh, boy involved. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Was it wrestling, Kyle? I think so. Yeah, not Papa John's Kyle. Wrestling Kyle. Yeah. <sighs> Papa John's Kyle. Anyways, welcome back to the Are You Good podcast, where we talk all things, literally just all things. (laughs) Wait, we have no game plans. (laughs) No, but last week we started to talk about how to heal from like someone that had hurt you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, was it six or seven points? A lot, actually. It was a lot. They were really good. Yeah, I think it was six. Yeah, they were really good. Go back and listen or watch if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and we kind of talked at the end that we would have kind of like a continuing yeah. mini-series. We kind of say series lightly. Mm-hmm. Because we, we never know. Whenever the wind blows, that's where we go. <laughs> Literally. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, we kind of said that we wanted to talk about, like, narcissists. And we have all, I'm sure, dealt with our fair share of... Narcissism. Yes. Whether you have been the person that was a narcissist or you experienced the firsthand abuse of a narcissist, we're going to kind of talk about about both sides. Yeah. And some of the um, ways that um, narcissists kind of behave. And I think, you know, we're going to start off with like the biggest form is gaslighting. And (gasps) I would. Yeah, I've been gaslit before. 
And, I've <laughs> and also, I have gaslit people. Exactly. Yeah. So we've been on both ends of the spectrum. So we're just going to. Hey, <laughs> guilty. Don't hate us for it. It's, and a, don't... it's the way you act. <laughs> it's the way you act. Yeah, it's the way you act. Listen, I mean, like, we all can sit down with ourselves and admit, like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe I've uh, tried to manipulate this situation to go my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that, I don't want to say it's okay, because it's not, but it's okay to recognize it and move on and grow. As I long feel, as you're not doing it now. I feel like it's okay in in the sense, like, where you know that you are 100% correct in something and this person, like, literally believes their own delusion. Like, I Me. guess if you're trying to gaslight another narcissist about, you know, oh, like... Oh, like, if you're... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That, that Bruh, this is what you did. You created this. Like... Yeah. That, then I feel like it's okay. But also, you know... I mean, I've done both sides. Yeah. I've gaslit a narcissist, but then just gaslit someone just yeah. because I wanted to be right. I know. Oh, sorry. I just won't text you at all then. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can't help the way you feel. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. So let's start at the top. So a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people know what a narcissist is, but let's talk about Wikipedia's definition, Said Go. Well, I don't, is this, it's, yeah. okay. I didn't know if this was actually Wikipedia or a, just on Google. It says, narcissism is a personality disorder that is characterized by an excessive need for admiration and attention. I didn't think, like, it was actually a personality disorder. I didn't know that. There, yeah, it's like, I mean, I, according to them it is, but I mean, I always thought it, like, Just was, was like, trait. borderline, like, you have a borderline personality disorder. But and part of that is narcissism? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. People with this disorder tend to be self-centered, have a sense of entitlement, and lack of empathy for others. Now I've been there. I have been self-centered, sense of entitlement, and lack of empathy for others. But that doesn't automatically make you a narcissist. No, I think a narcissist, they never get out of that mentality. Like if you are just somebody that maybe you've had a moment of where you were like, holy crap. Yeah, I'm manipulating people, <laughs> and you're self-aware. I don't think you you're not self-aware if you're a narcissist. You just <laughs> yeah, if you're you like go shoot yeah to do it. So, yeah. um, I think <clears throat> you know one of the and one of the biggest characteristics that um, somebody that is a narcissist will do is they will gaslight you. And <laughs> uh, Wikipedia's baseline understanding of gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation that seeks to sow seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or members of a targeted group, making them question their own memory, perception, and sanity, using persistent denial, misdirection, contradiction, and lying. It attempts to destabilize the victim and delegitimize their beliefs. Yikes. So I guess the truth is that like many victims of narcissistic abuse don't really know what's happening because their hearts are not evil and they don't think that somebody is like capable of doing this Mm -hmm. so like you know when you're in that situation you're like uh, oh maybe i am wrong because you just don't believe that like somebody could be that cruel and then people have a tendency to like perceive reality through the lens of their own motivation so like you know we've been there like when i want somebody to see something my way like sometimes i'll pull out all the stuff. This also says, um, recognize that narcissism is a personality disorder. While it is normal for to have some degree of self-esteem and self-importance, people with narcissism have an exaggerated self of these sense of these qualities. Yeah, I also believe that people that aren't like narcissists 
I believe that they really honestly have low self-esteem and they're trying to mask that by like saying that they have high because like I think I mean I just don't understand how somebody that you know if they how they could just treat people that way because they think they're better than anyone I mean I guess but I've been around it but you know how like you you say hurt people hurt people so I feel like they're hurting in some which I mean I'm not look at me trying to gaslight you know narcissists like oh my gosh maybe they're hurting but no I I don't know no excuse there is I mean like obviously they well I I think they probably had a low a lot of issues before they became a narcissist like that's probably what led up to it they probably never healed from it yeah and then they're just like oh I'm better wait I'm better than everyone wait a minute it's like one extreme to another. Yeah, yeah, and so some of their like I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't know. I've never been a narcissist. <laughs> Just kidding. I yeah. I feel like we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there in our in our midst of hurt and I think uh, what is it called <clears throat> a defense mechanism? Yeah. Well, your survival, your I, instant I'll survival say, like, tactic. Um, you know, like the form of gaslighting that i've probably been manipulated most by is like um insane like lies like there has been a time in my life where um some people made their own narrative ran with it Mm, mm -hmm. and i never corrected that narrative and people ran insanely wild with it like with the narrative about you yeah yeah like i remember i don't know if i've ever talked about this on the podcast or if we've just talked about it like there was a time in my like youth group where um you know people believed some insane junk about me and i would walk in to the church sit on the side where the youth group was sitting and then everybody got up and left i remember you saying that yeah that's crazy i never had that yeah um, so like, you know, people just ran just wild with their fr- lives. I just lost all my friends and like went through my breakup. So yeah, that was yeah. just a little different. Yeah. So some of the, um, forms of gaslighting where we just printed off and we're going to just go through them. So number one is implausible denial. So an abuser will absolutely deny events that occurred, even if you can provide evidence, um, this and or itself can de, um, de- Whoa, I can't read. Destabilize a sane gaslighting person. Um, the, an abuser will deny that he or she said such and such or that what you were talking about has any truth. Doing this over and over is an actual form of mind control, which begin which we begin to believe another person's version of the reality if they can stick to their story, which is kind of like what I was just talking about. Yeah. Like people, you know... There are some people... If you lie enough, it'll become truth. Yeah, you believe your own lies. And it's crazy, like... Yeah, it's crazy that people... How quick they can, like, flip the switch and get all of these people to believe this lie. But Mm. if you have, like, you know, your backstory... You have all your stories aligned. People are very quick to fall into that. You just gotta have confidence when you talk, and then people will believe anything you say. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, like, let's be honest. If yeah. you're tripping up about on your words, they're gonna be like, mm. "Yeah, that's us." If you're just like, "Boom, yeah, this is like, it." Uh, yes. Yeah, Speak with your chest. They'll believe it. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, again, again, just going through dedicated dishonesty. So a narcissist will often lie, uh, just 
off the, the often lie point blank the general dedication to keeping the peace and avoiding public confrontation often keeps us or like people that are on the other end from saying anything but lying is deliberate so it keeps the victim in a state of constant anxiety about everything that the narcissist says the game plan of a narcissist to keep um his victim from guessing his or her next move <laughs> if they can get you to accept what they say without comment they have set up the precedent that allows them to play with reality so you know they're you know just um i'm kind of thinking about a situation not too long ago like that kind of like paralyzed you from uh-huh. that paralyzed you from ever saying anything because you didn't want repercussions from that situation. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. Th- th- you were totally that was total mind control on Me you. Me just in the middle of it. Yeah, just just being sad, feeling things. <laughs> Me thinking, what I do wrong. Yeah, because narcissists will make you be afraid to say anything because they That's have literally. Crazy altered the whole reality mm-hmm. because they've they've kind of bullied you into silence mm-hmm. and or just like uh lied to you the whole time yeah <laughs> that made you feel like you couldn't say anything yeah but then like they might have one thing over it's you like the, that- it's like keep your enemies close uh-huh like keep your friends close keep your enemies closer yeah that's basically like kind of what happened mm-hmm. because then i was like dang i can't really say anything because i don't want to hurt i don't want to disturb them or hurt them right Right. But I want to know the truth. Or like if maybe you, they have one thing over you, that's what they constantly use. Oh! Yeah. Dang, bro. Yeah. Live reaction <laughs> of me realizing that she was being gaslit for five years. <laughs> okay, next that's one. That's crazy. That's crazy. Thinking about it. We're going to keep going because this next one's going to throw you in another dizzy. It's literally just Whitney and like... I'm, oh my God, I'm gaslighting her right now. <laughs> this whole this whole episode is just for Whitney to reala- make me realize that I was actually gaslit for yeah, how many this years. Is actually therapy for her. So just, just keep... If you want to... Stay tuned for more. Yeah. Vindictive gossip. Uh, gaslighting attempts to alienate alienate the victim from support a common method employed is to tell the victim that their mutual friends have said terrible things about them this drives a wedge in the victim's mind between him or her and their friends even if they question the abuser's truthfulness it's often um experienced that the gaslighter will say things like no one really likes you you're so lucky that you have me they want to secure your loyalty in order to better manipulate you yeah, so I didn't really have a lot of friends. And it was always like, uh, I don't know, it's got a weird feeling about them. I don't really like your friends. I yeah. got a weird feeling about them. I mean. Well, it's still a form of secu- seclusion, even if. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's just another tactic. They don't have to say, like, oh, they're, <laughs> like, uh, uh, they don't, t- they don't, they don't like you. Yeah. Because they're talking about you. It's just like, uh, I don't know why, but I don't like your friends. You shouldn't hang out with them. Yeah, well, I think I think this really like for ap- you. applies to like to people that are maybe married that are going through divorces, you know, like you think? oh yeah, like I know uh, there's somebody that I hope I'm connecting with right now that I know that you're going to be watching, you know, your support down there. Um, you'll know what I mean. You know, they they try to make what you have seem not legit and like you don't have support but you do have support so don't be afraid to hmm. 
Stick it to the man. Yeah. So yeah. just a little plug in there. Yeah. Um, I've been there. That's crazy. It me just this whole episode. That's crazy. That's crazy. But it is mm -hmm. like, and it's and it's sometimes it's hard to believe that someone would do something like this. And we're and I'm not pointing fingers or anything because like I've been there. I've done like. Yeah. Sometimes it's rooted out of insecurity because like you'll see some one of your friends like I've done it with friends like hanging out with other people and I'm just like dang. They're not good for you. Mm -hmm. And then like but then there are also sometimes there's a it's a fine line between you have to like really understand who you're talking to because there are times where I've told my friends at the time like I don't really think this person is good for you mm -hmm. and here's why if you know I feel like if I could give you a legit reason why your friend isn't good for you that's different than me like I just got a weird feeling about him. I don't yeah. think she's good for you. You shouldn't be around them. Right. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. like, but it's a fine line. And it's, sometimes it's hard to tell, but that's just where kind of like discernment and you being able to have an open and honest conversation with that person too, being like, well, I feel like there's a deeper rooted issue here. Why are you actually telling me this? Like, do you actually believe what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you not want me to be friends with this person? Yeah. Like if they can't provide you with an actual legitimate reason as to why, then you, maybe you should start questioning it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rather than, uh, I just feel like they're not good for you. Mm -hmm. Why though? <laughs> give me, just give me a reason. <laughs> just spare change. <laughs> give me some spare ideas as to why. Spare change. <laughs> Look at our cute cup. Oh yeah. I don't have mine here. It's you, if you're listening, it's a cup Whitney made for Christmas. It's uh -huh. a picture of us in a onesie. Is, is that a onesie? Like one piece? Like uh, it looks like a two piece. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can, see your, I can see your stomach. Okay, oh cropped queen. Oh my gosh. And then on the back it says, in our bestie era, but this is the first cup that I made and then the ink spilled. So I complained really quick and they sent me another one. Thank you yeah. very much. So now we have two cups. Yes. And we were going to sip something or pretend to sip something like they do in Gossip Girl. Yeah. Let's, like, oh my gosh, that's so rich. <laughs> Chuck with all of this alcohol. <laughs> yep. All right, devastating critique. Gaslighting is always an attempt to gain some kind of psychological control. So one way to do this is to criticize the victim harshly and then offer them a couple compliments. What this does is make those compliments seem really valuable and the supposed flaw, f character flaws to be avoided all, at all costs. So mm. somebody that um, wants to somebody that wants to please will fall for it every time so they might be like you know fill your head with all of these like things like oh my gosh you're lazy like blah 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 but then one good compliment you hold on to that so it's like okay maybe the good kind of outweighs the bad you know they might they give you just a little bit so you're always wanting more hmm. been there done that it's so gross never talking <sighs> to any singular human ever again I know. just kidding she's then really that kidding that would mean I'm living in fear. We don't well, live in fear here. Yeah. We just keep our eyes on the gaslighters. Yes. And I also want to say that, like, you know, um, a manipulator, gaslighter, narcissist doesn't always have to be in the form of somebody that you're dating. It can oh, be, yeah. Yeah. It can be a mom, a dad, an aunt, an uncle, a uh -huh. friend, colleague, your coworker, your boss. Like, there's a lot of people that fit into this category. Yeah. And I think. Um, with the next two, oh my gosh, I have to sneeze. Bless the next you. two, thank you. Um, <laughs> this is where we can kind of see other people fall into those categories. So cruel jokes. 
I was just kidding. You're too sensitive. Stop taking everything so serious, says the experienced sociopath. Sick. This is another way of pulling the emotional rug out for someone. It simultaneously invalidates the victim's true feeling while getting the narcissist off the hook. This becomes a free ticket out of jail for the abuser. After all, they didn't really mean it, did it? Mm. And there has been times when people have said something and then, oh, I was just kidding. But were you? Were you really? I just got really worked up for a second. Scared the crap out of me. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> I know I should have seen. Your I was face. looking at. I was looking at the Bible app, and all of a sudden she goes. <laughs> but uh, like honestly, like people think that they can just make light of a situation. Like, oh, I was just kidding. Like, I used to like. Okay, so there was this one time, not one time, multiple times, where like I would feel really good about myself or something, and then someone would say like, "Oh, you're feeling yourself today, aren't you?" And I'm like, okay, no. And they're like, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm like, am I not allowed? Yeah. Sue me. Sue me for liking the way I look right now. Uh And then then I would. Then you feel horrible. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let me just stop that. Yeah. That's like the one thing that I. Which, yeah. Which leads to public humiliation. Mm -hmm. So gaslighting pulls out all the stops when it comes to seizing power. And one way grown-up bullies do this by humiliating his or her victim in public with devastating put-downs. So, like, you know, if you're ever in a group of people and somebody makes a joke about something that you do but and gets everybody to laugh, that's a—that is literally bullying. Yeah, it's actual bullying. I mean, it's it's funny when it's like your friends and you guys are all like yeah, it's doing okay it. if you're but yeah. like if it's in a public setting and they're just roasting you or just mm-hmm. like bringing up things to put you down, probably and it's probably because you're getting the attention and they want the attention. Yeah, that's most of the time what what it would be because they don't want you to have any ounce of maybe not even power, but they they look at it as power, like a power move, right? And I think it's just. Um, it's just I don't I don't even understand, <laughs> but I guess it's because we're not narcissists. But you know they try to reform reality by twisting and reframing, yeah. and it's just a part of something that they have to do to make you fall into their their trap. Um, and it's sad. And I guess um, my my advice is to realize who you are mm-hmm. and that you do not have to settle for that kind of behavior. It is not acceptable. It's not excusable. And it's okay to walk away from people who make you feel horribly about yourself yeah. and who treat you this way. Um, nobody that loves you will do this to you. And sometimes that's the harsh reality and you have to kind of sit in that truth for a minute and be like you know what you, that that's absolutely right because it's not actual love no and um i think for far too long you know we have let people walk all over us and mm-hmm. make us feel some type of way but i promise you the person that really loves you will never do this to you mm-hmm. and um you know, I think the bar has been set so low that, you know, we kind of look away at stuff like this for a time because we the have, other things that they're doing. Yeah. Seems better that like, yeah. outweighs that and yeah. nothing outweighs that. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's time that we kind of raise the bar a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think 
that's why so many people are like this because it's been excused and they've gotten away with it for so long. Yes, I agree. So I think it's okay to decide, you know what? I'm not putting up with it anymore Mm -hmm. and I don't have to. And, you know, for me, this is all something that I have had to um, kind of like deconstruct and learn again on my own Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, I've had a lot of people in my life that have tried to manipulate and um, gaslight me in a lot of situations. And I have had to learn to stand my ground and it's not always easy and it's not always pretty and people can... Make you feel like crap. You want want me to answer the picture of me down bad last night? I will. I was so down bad last night. But my friend texted me this, and it it reminded me of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just going through it. And she said, Romans 8, 28, it's a really common verse. Mm -hmm. But when she she first sent it to me, I was like, bruh, Romans 8, 28, really? But then I was like, when I read it, and I was like, okay, actually, like, just because it's cliche doesn't mean it's not true. It is very true. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to the purpose for them. Mm -hmm. And she said, not only does God work everything out, but he does it for the good of us. God is good and so faithful that he can turn this harsh lesson into something so beautiful. I know it's hard to look at the good and what's to come of it, but you know it's what you deserve. You know how you want to be loved and you know how you want to be treated. You heard God's voice and listened. Not many people are able to do that. And, but when you obey and stay faithful to what you've heard God tell you and just like the situation, like you, you don't even have to hear God tell you if you know that you're being treated bad and walking away, like, you know, that you deserve better. You're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, just because you feel like you're not getting it now doesn't mean it's never going to happen. Right. And I feel like sometimes like, that's how I can feel like, oh, dang, I like walked away from this situation or I walked away from these groups of people or this friend, or I've turned, I've turned down a different path because I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be led. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the season God's been pulling me to for a long time. And it can feel really lonely and dark and it can feel honestly even lonelier than being in a situation like this because you're getting, cause you're getting the attention or you're getting at least something rather than nothing. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's like not, nothing is worth that. Like I would mm-hmm. rather be alone the rest of my life than put up with friends or a relationship or family that makes you feel crap. Mm-hmm. Like just because someone you could have someone and they could they can make you feel lonely. Yeah. And that's even worse than just being lonely, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and I and I think it's important to know too, like like Sid was saying, you know, sometimes a closed door can be a scary thing. Like mm-hmm. when you shut the door on something that you've known or you've loved and you're like, what is going to happen after this. Yeah. But sometimes some of the most beautiful things happen when you close the door. Mm-hmm. Like I think about, you know, situations in my life where if I would have done something differently, I would not be where I am now is where I am the most glorious thing in the whole world. No, but there are people that i never would have met. <clears throat> there were things that I never would have done. <laughs> podcast so it's okay it's okay to be afraid and we talked about doing it afraid it's okay to shut that door and to not know 
um, you know, where where you're going to go from here, where you're going to land. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you don't know how you're going to do it. I just, I think it's it's okay to just take that first step. I think it's also okay if nobody else can see what you're trying to do because I think sometimes we forget that when God tells you something, he doesn't always tell everyone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there's confirmation through other people and through the word and through, you know, people that are also mm-hmm. in in tune with him. <clears throat> but some people aren't going to understand. And sometimes you aren't supposed to tell people because then that's how pe- people ruin plans. People ruin things. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes we can wait on God to put this this dream in motion or this this plan we have in motion or this idea um, or seed that God's given us in motion. We're waiting for him to do the first step. And sometimes we literally, faith is walking like blindly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just have to take that step and not knowing what's the job going to look like if we do this, if we make this move, what's, you know, what's the finances going to be like, what's the house going to look like, or who are the friends going to be around me? Or, you know, where am I going to be after I, if I break up with this person, he just wants you to do it. And he's going to take, if you, if you were to know, we wouldn't need him. There wouldn't be a, a reason to have faith because then we would just walk. Mm-hmm. That's not walking blindly. I think when when we can take that step that God has been putting on your heart, he's going to continually push and move the wheel and put it into motion and sit. Whatever he's been waiting for you to do, he's going to set it in motion. Mm. I think sometimes we can just do it, do it afraid or and then we won't do it. Yeah. But like we've said back in that one, that one episode, you just kind of have to do it afraid. Mm-hmm. If you feel like God's been pressing on your heart or pushing you to do something, just do it. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know, rationalize and pray, but sometimes you just kind of got to take the step. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you feel like he's pushing you to do, he's going to obey that. And he's going to see that as obedience. Yeah. And I think it's important to that, like, to know and to remember, like, your destiny isn't always tied to a person. Mm-hmm. Or your calling isn't always tied to a person. Yeah. Your destiny and your calling is tied to the Lord. Who and, you are. And where he takes you. And some people just are not qualified to go with you. and mm-hmm. Or that they were just there for a season. Yeah. And I think, you know, and, I, and you know, I'm not telling you to go and dump everybody yeah, that you don't do that you know i'm not that's not unless I'm like saying. you need to unless this yeah. is like confirmation for you <laughs> but i'm just telling you like you know um I, and I, i've been seeing this kind of pop over everywhere like you know um when people when you say bad things to yourself they say to like picture your younger, younger self, self. Mm. And if you would not allow someone to talk down to your best friend, to your mom, to your child, don't allow somebody to talk down to you is what I'm trying to say. And I think we Mm kind of sometimes put ourselves on the back burner. um, Yeah, for sure. When it comes to, you know, what we put up with and for how long. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we neglect our own needs of, you know, affirmation and love (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we just we put up with cycles of abuse for way too long because like we're rooted in insecurity um but i think once you kind of dig yourself out of that rut and you say you know what i am worthy of somebody that deserves to be treated with respect and that is not 
a bare minimum thing that you know that shouldn't be like Mm-mm. you know we should that should just actually it should be that should just be normal it shouldn't it's be not, like you don't have to praise someone world. for treating you with respect yeah like you don't have to praise someone for like understanding and being okay with you saying no to something like that's mm-hmm. just that's just common courtesy and common decency yeah like you don't you don't don't fall for that Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm telling myself that because I'm like, dang. 100%. I have to remind myself of this mm-hmm. all the time. And I can't remember who I was talking to the other day. Like, we were just talking about, you know, how um, the bare minimum has just become, like, things that in the past that, that was just expected. And now we're just like, mm. he's honest. He opens the door for me. Well, he probably should. Yeah, he's honest. Um, he doesn't lie. He's loyal. Like, when did that become like, you know, like when did the, those should something just be, to be praised yeah, for? Those should just be qualities that people have, like, or you like know. In, in the sense of friends too. Yes, because like, don't forget, this isn't just like about a relationship. This yeah. isn't us harping on our old relationships or like talking bad. It's just us, you know, with friends too. I've had friends like that, like. Hundred percent. A friend. If you are the only person reaching out to hang out with him, like that's not maybe that's not a friend. Like that's you know that's the bare minimum is for you guys to communicate. Yeah, I mean, like, friendship def- is based on communication. I I would say that like my we, and we've talked about this before, but my circle has gone. I mean, I thought I had a really really big circle at one point in my life, and now I don't even have enough to form a circle. <laughs> my circle shrunk about six months ago. Yeah. Well before that but then it was solidified six months ago like yeah you know when you go when you make a tough decision sometimes mm-hmm. it, you aren't just losing one person yeah and and that's also what leads to like sometimes the insecurity and and being oh, yeah. afraid to do something because you're mm-hmm. like oh, i'm not gonna have but you know like the scripture said you know what's meant for harm god will turn it around for good yeah and it's okay to like in even if you're not a believer you know, if, 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 and not in the biblical sense, but still, like, I, I firmly believe that what you put into this world, you get back. You so receive, yeah. If, you know, whether that's... Reaping and sowing. Yeah. Sowing and reaping. Or, you know, not biblically based, you know, yeah. karma based, you know, it's going to happen. And I, I have seen it time and time again. And, mm-hmm. you know the you know if you're willing to walk away and to put aside things that no longer serve you or you know keep hindering you and you allow yourself room for things that are good you will be amazed at yeah you'll be pleasantly surprised yeah in the changing of and, and sometimes it just takes a little bit of changing of perspective mm-hmm. because like you could be like oh my gosh I'm not with this person anymore I'm not friends with them anymore but they were literally treating you like of a doormat, like just not caring, you know, sometimes you just have to say they're the same thing, but change the perspective. Like, Oh my gosh, I'm not with that person anymore. Like I'm not friends with them anymore. Like, thank God. Yeah. Because like I deserve better and I will receive better if Mm -hmm. I am actively taking the steps to work to better Mm -hmm. my future and myself, someone is going to come alongside me. Friends are going to come alongside me that also are walking or running towards the same goal that have the same morals, values, and support. Like it'll come. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not meant to live this life alone. Like, God put us here with community for a reason. Like, I and I know we will we will find our people eventually and mm-hmm. our person. And we just have to have the faith to know that and understand that, like, we as humans deserve respect. Yeah. 
And if we treat people the way we want to be treated, no foul, no harm. No harm, no foul. No carnival, no games. Not <laughs> not my circus, not my monkeys. Listen. Um, That's I think cringe. That is cringe. I love Cody Go. Did they have their baby? I don't know. We're, we're going to have to check that out once because we're Because they ha- they're past their due date, I think. We're about to be ants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a little so delusional. Gosh. Cody Co. Kelsey. We love you so much. We do. You're listening. Something about you. <laughs> we we that's the standard of a couple I'm looking for. Kelsey uh-huh. and Cody. Exactly. I love them. Yeah, and I think the last thing that I want to say you went what what you were talking about before we kind of went off, but it's okay. I think to like if you want better friends, I think the best thing that you can do is be a better friend yeah. and you will attract the people that are good. And I think that goes for friendships, dating, even your work. Like if you want to be, if you want to have more money, be a better employee, you know, like work towards the things that you want because you attract that, that stuff comes back. You know, if you're a foul mouthed, angry, bitter person, you're going to attract that. Yes. And I refuse like, I want to be around good things and happy people because that's what I want to be. Yeah. So I, we said all this to say, you know, you are in charge of your future. Partially. Partially. But no, you are because God gave us free will. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, God gave us free will. God has the plans for us, but we also like faith without works is dead. Yes. Like we also have to be active in, in, you know, creating the life that we feel like we need and we want to have. Like I want to have a life that is fully abundant and having good and fruitful, faithful friends, a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. I want to meet people. I want to make them feel better. And I want to point them towards Christ. How can I do that besides if I'm just sitting in my room moping about the life I want? Okay. What are the active steps I'm going to take to do that? Yeah. You know, and then if you're working on yourself, building yourself up, you're going to realize the standard that you have for friends and relationships and family members is Mm -hmm. going to be higher. And those are the types of friends, family members and relationships you'll have in your life. Yeah. So you won't settle anymore. Yeah. I think it's, it's all about taking an examination of your own, your own heart and your own desires and then seeing what you want and then, okay, now this is what I want. Now this is how I need to be. Yeah. And then all of those things will fall into place. Before, before we leave, continue. Yes. Go, no, go ahead. Should we do the? Should I, I feel like our memory verse today should for this week should be Romans eight twenty eight. Let's do it because it's just like uh, very easy and uh, relevant to what we are talking about today. Yeah, go ahead. So Romans eight twenty eight is, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. Mm-hmm. So kind of sit and reflect on that and think of like the things that you feel like have been ruined or things that fell apart, whether it's your fault or someone else's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just sit there and remember that this isn't the final say because we serve someone that can turn ashes into literal anything like dry bones. Beauty for ashes. Yeah. Dry bones awake. Mm-hmm. Graves into gardens. Hello, elevation worship. <laughs> Listen to that song hard. Uh-huh. Morning into dancing. Mm. There's a lot. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I love to dance. 
We did last night. So, <laughs> listen, if you're mourning or you're sad, get up and do a little jig. Yeah. Get up, get up, get up. Get up out of that grave. <laughs> For real! Get up out of that grave! We aren't there no more. No, no, no. We no. aren't there. Morning to dancing. Everything works together for the good of those, you know, mm-hmm. who love the Lord. We love the Lord. For Amen. real. Amen. Amen. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Yeah, same. We love you. Yeah, we hope you're good. We hope that you will... Um, examine the relationships in your life and yourself and yourself and if you are doing these things it's not too late to no, change you can always change change course there's proof google says you can change yeah google says that you can change it's not overnight but you can actively take steps to mm-hmm. get there mm-hmm. and you know the first step is admitting yes self-awareness is key yeah i agree we love you yes and we'll a- talk to you next week have a great week bye